0: Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, uh, beaming out to you on the sand at a Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia. Joined today by Dan Cashel. Dan, a very, what is it, good evening to you, sir.
1: Yeah, good evening. I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona, Tom.
0: Ah, where well you take your sinuses, nice and warm and dry. <laughs> Dan, I, I just wanted to extend a personal thanks for rocking up to the show here, because for those of you who don't know Dan, you've been living in a, a digital cave somewhere. He's a bit of a legend. In fact, I, was, I got, his, got his bio and I was thinking, gee, it's a bit long, I'm going to have to cut a bit out. But after a minute to a look at that, I couldn't figure out what the heck to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> because because every, every part of it, it, it's pretty amazing. So l- let, me, let me introduce you to Dan, for those of you who don't know him. He's 26 years of business experience. He's a husband, he's a dad, he's a serial entrepreneur, he's an angel investor. He's coached over 5,329 business owners from over 180 different niche industries, 9 countries. Dan's helped people like international marketing great Joe Polish do their marketing. So he really is the global marketer's marketer. He's also worked with Dean Graziosi, the Genius Network, and a lot of other people. He's bought and sold multiple companies. He's a regular guest contributor, in demand, hosts his own radio show, and been a featured guest on little places like uh, ESPN, NBC, Thrive, Speed, Huffington Post, a whole bunch of others, TV, etc., etc., etc. So, whew, Dan, I think we're going to kick off with this interview because the bio could be a small book in itself. Our title <laughs> is going to be How to Create an irresistible offer that your ideal clients feel compelled to buy and we're going to tell you how to do that in just seven minutes dan our time starts now question number one who is your ideal client
1: well real simple tom entrepreneurs and business owners struggling to get a predictable steady flow of new clients.
0: easy peasy and so what's the yeah. problem you solve
1: Well, it's really geared for those clients who uh, struggle to get a a predictable, steady flow of clients who are wearing a lot of hats in their business, working way too many hours. They work more in their business versus on their business, using the old Michael Gerber analogy, right? They're the type of person that is out hustling and most of their efforts, most of their sales, most of their revenue is predicated on what they do. And if they take time off, their revenue goes down.
0: So Those personal effort personal energy so so if someone's got this problem of not having a predictable i guess systemized flow of new clients what are some of the symptoms they're going to be experiencing what's sort of going on in their business and in their life
1: yeah they have a lot of ups and downs a lot of ebbs and flows call it the roller coaster of of sales and no sales sales and no sales so that means profit margins get squeezed it's really hard to grow and scale it's really hard to hire other talent to come and be attracted to work in that particular company in many cases. A lot of times they're having to re- rely solely on referrals, which isn't a bad thing, but there's a better way. There's a new way to really look at doing it. They're also typically out having to network a lot at different places to generate mm. new clients. Mm. So so these are some of the common attributes that we see. Well, and also there's a better way, Tom, as you know, uh, to be able to do this without high costs, without hiring more staff and without Overwhelming, especially without having to rely on your own efforts.
0: Sounds like a good plan. Just over five minutes left. So we've got someone who's probably exhausted and really want a more leveraged way of getting new clients in. They realize they've got a problem. What are some of the common mistakes they might make before they get to someone like you?
1: Well, they try, try it on their own. They might be somebody who goes, yeah, okay, I know I can use like marketing to drive up my ability to get leads or, or prime candidates. So they try doing it on their own and then they go, oh, that didn't work. I tried it. It didn't work.
0: Right. right?
1: Or another misconception or misunderstanding is they go, will this really work in my industry? I was, one of our clients who's in the uh, HVAC, Heating, Ventilation, Air Conditioning, was like, are my clients really on Facebook? And you know, we were like, yes, they are. And we've been able to work with his company now just in the last 45 days or so. And he's getting over $3.50 for every dollar that we're putting in the Facebook fund machine to drive paid traffic, to generate his ideal prospect and lead, and then convert that to a sale. So,
0: uh, so it works and it can work for you too. So it's one of the, one of the mistakes then is that, yes, but my industry is different, or yes, yes, my country's different, or yes, yeah, and so on. Okay, yeah. Or I tried that, it didn't work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And perhaps just because, it, perhaps the strategy was right, but they didn't execute it. Perhaps you know, perhaps it was ex- executed without full knowledge of how to execute it. Three minutes forty-five seconds left. What's one valuable free action that an audience member could take that would take them a step closer to solving this problem? May not give them the whole solution, but what one step that someone could take? And say, yeah, that was worth taking that step.
1: Biggest problem we see in the marketplace, Tom, is people having an offer that just doesn't compel people to buy, right? There's a difference in the psychology of creating a buying culture and a selling culture. See, when you don't have a good buyer's culture, you have to sell really hard. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, do you wanna be in the hard sell business? If you don't wanna be in the hard sell business, spend more time on creating an irresistible compelling offer. So I wanna give four, there's many other ingredients, but there are four keys to start. And I'll give a quick example of this too. So the first is get clear on your unique market right out of the gate. Who is your unique market? It's not everyone and we hear this all the time. I'm sure you do too with what you do, Tom. Come up with the unique market. Then the second is the unique message to that market. The third is the unique method for the unique offer. And then lastly is what is your unique offer? So, So let me give an example to kind of put context and I know we're going quick. But the unique market. So a good friend of ours, Dave Asprey, he's got one of the fastest growing coffee companies in the world called Bulletproof Coffee. He didn't focus on coffee drinkers only. He focused on fitness enthusiasts who drink coffee. No one had ever really focused on that before. So that's his unique market. His unique message is get fit while you drink coffee. That had never really been done before from that perspective, (laughs) right? And then his unique method, he has something called you add grass-fed butter, coffee, any coffee in fact, and it creates certain antioxidants and health properties to give you more energy and health benefits, right? So it's add grass-fed butter. That's his unique method to do it and then his unique offer is what's called bulletproof coffee. So as you're listening or watching right now, what is your unique market? What is your unique message? What is your unique method to deliver it and what is your unique offer? If you'll spend time on creating an irresistible offer, you'll put yourself in a place where people won't have to be sold, they'll buy. Starbucks has done this, Apple has done this, the example of Dave Asprey, and you can do it too if you take the time to get it right.
0: Yeah, brilliant, thank you. So question number six, one valuable free resource that we can direct people to that'll that'll help them a little more even.
1: I would say come and check out our on-demand training where we go deeper on this concept and a couple others that are working right now in real time. It's called the unusual three-step social media method to triple your business without more staff, more costs, or more stress, and without having to do a bunch of lame social media posts. I know it sounds counterintuitive, you can go check out that uh, on-demand training at championbusinessblueprint.com. We'll walk you through in about ninety minutes some of the most cutting-edge strategies to be able to uh, leverage what you do, be a standout in your crowd, as well as generate a, you know, two-dollar, three-dollar, four-dollar ROI on your paid traffic.
0: Excellent. And we've got thirty-five seconds left. Last question is: What's the question I didn't ask you, but I should have? And the answer, please.
1: Oh, where should you focus your time? I see so many people, Tom, and I know you teach this as well, version of this, which is I see so many people fall in love with tactics instead of strategy. I'm going to encourage you and challenge you as you're listening or watching, and, and you've you know, you got a great coach here with Tom and his work. Uh, he teaches in a similar way. Focus on the strategy and use the tactics, but don't focus and fall in love with the tactics and misunderstand the strategy. Strategy will always be number one, tactics fall behind, because strategy... Wins in the long term, strategy comes and goes. Today's tactics will be tomorrow's story hey, of another. Hey, uh, amen.
0: Failure. Amen to that, brother. Thank you, Dan. Yes. You're welcome. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.